0: Welcome to the Linked Up Church Podcast. We are passionate about connecting people to God, family, purpose, and community. Today, Minister Diane Walker comes with a powerful message entitled, What You Gonna Do With It. Get your pen and pad ready, and let's go into the worship center and hear what God has for us today.
1: You know, for Connect 21, it concluded, right? Wasn't it awesome? How many of you receive answers to your prayers? Receive healing manifestation of God, right? Amen. Amen. So during 21 days of prayer, we experience God's, more importantly than anything else, we experience his presence. We experience his love. We experience his faithfulness, amen, and his power just to name a few. Many of us are still seeing miracles, signs, and wonders today of what we started at the top of the year. For those of you who didn't start, do not feel bad. You can still connect 21. You can still pray. You can still move it forward. I believe the digital booklet might still be online. You can go download it and you can still pray. You can still fast. You can still get what all God has for you. Amen. So while I was doing 21 days of prayer, you know, I had a whole bunch of prayer points and things that I wanted to, um, was believing God for. And one day I was praying and um, I felt this in my spirit. He said, what you going to do with it? I said, what? You know, that sounds like an Ebonics, you know, I'm thinking. <laughs> so I said, what you said, Lord? He said, what you going to do with it? For those of you who are intelligent and intellectual, he said, what are you going to do with it, Diane. And I was like, okay, Lord, we're going to see. What am I going to do with what you're giving me? So I want to ask you, what you going to do with what he gave you? What he showed you? What he delivered you from? Your testimony. What you going to do with it? Amen. Foundation scripture. Let's go to it. Psalms 34. Uh, verses 1 through 10 and we'll be reading from the Passion Translation so bear with me it's quite a bit and it says I'm bursting with joy over what you've done for me my lips are filled with your perpetual praise I'm boasting of you and all your works so let all who are discouraged take heart join me everyone let's praise the Lord together let's make him famous let's make his name glorious to all Listen to my testimony. I cried to God in my distress. He answered me. He freed me from all my fears. Amen? Amen. I'm going to keep going. Gaze upon him. Join your life with his, and you will come, and and joy will come. Your faces will glisten with glory. You'll never wear that shame face again. Is that not good news? No more shame. No more guilt. The angel of the Lord stooped down to listen as I prayed, encircling me, empowering me, and showing me how to escape. He will do this for everyone who fears him. Drink deeply of the pleasures of this God. Experience for yourself the joyous mercies he gives to all who turn to hide themselves in him. In him, worshiping all and wonder, all you who've been made holy. For all who fear him, Will feast with plenty. And the last verse, even the strong and the wealthy grow weak and hungry. But those who passionately pursue the Lord will never lack any good thing. Is that not good news? Point number one. God's goodness leads to God's deliverance. Amen. The backdrop of this is David. David. David pretended, well, number one, he was running from Saul. Number two, he pretended to be insane in front of Abimelech. So both of them were after him. And God delivered them from both of them. Amen? Guess what? David wrote how many Psalms? Quite a few. <laughs> I wasn't expecting you to answer, but he wrote quite a few of them, Right? You know why? David's habit of continual, never ending, never changing, praise and boasting in the Lord got him out of a many situation. Praise, boasting, worshiping in the Lord got him out of many things. David did a lot of stuff. But the word of God says he was a man after God's own heart. So that means no matter what junk you might have done. No matter what stuff you might have been in. God is a delivering God. Amen? He has delivered you. He has delivered me. He has set me free. Even though I might not look like it right now. Amen? That's point number one. As followers followers of Jesus, we should be doing the same. Never ending praise. Never ending worship. Giving him all the glory all the time for all the good he's done, all our lives, down through the years. He has been good. Every single day, 24 7, 365, he is good. Doesn't matter how you feel, doesn't matter what you've done, what you're doing, it doesn't matter if you're in your mess right now. He still loves you and he is still good. And he still wants to deliver you. So, my question is again, what you going to do with it? What you going to do with it? What you going to do with the impartation that he gave you at the top of this year? Connect 21. Point number two, Jesus came to set us free. We are no longer bound by sin. We act like we are, but we're not bound by sin. If we receive Jesus as our Lord and Savior, we're not bound by sin. If you have not, we can get you free today. Just stay to the end of the service. We'll hook you up. In him is mercy, grace, love, joy, victory, and power. We're not trying to get the victory. We already have the victory. He's already provided all that we need. I want to ask you a series of questions. Has he freed you from abuse, depression, fear, loneliness? Has he provided you wisdom? Has he given you boldness to go out and be an effective witness for him? Has he healed your body? Yes. Has he provided a money miracle for you? Yes. Are you debt free? Yes. Has he saved your marriage? Yes. Has he restored your marriage? <laughs> Claim that debt freeness by faith, amen. Yes. Claim that by faith, amen. Yes. By faith. Y'all got a little quiet on that one. <laughs> Claim it by faith. Did he send your prodigal son or daughter back home? The word, what we just read says, he saved us from all of our troubles Mm -hmm. and he supplied everything we not needed, but wanted. Wanted. He does exceedingly abundantly above all that we can dare ask or think according to the power that's working in us. So that goes back to that question, what you gonna do with it? What are you going to do with what he has given you? Or in other words, what are you going to do with what he has given you? <laughs> Point number three. Ooh, that clock is ticking. We must move to onto a deeper truth. We are called to be disciples, followers of Jesus Christ. When you follow someone, what do you do? You like them. You try to emulate them. You try to say what they do. Say what they say. You try to go where they go. Y'all know this because y'all follow people on, on Instagram and Facebook. And most of the people we follow are so immoral. Don't know Jesus, don't want to know Jesus, don't care about your Jesus, and we liking them. We clicking that like we commenting back because we want to be like them or her, a celebrity or whoever. How much more for Jesus? He is our only hope. Y'all know it's crazy out there. Uh Let me get intelligent. You know it's very crazy out there right now. (laughs) If you ain't got Jesus, we're going to pray for you. We will pray for you. He is our only hope. Not them, not celebrities, not, not money. Nothing compares to him and his saving grace. And I know he revealed that to you guys at the top of the year at Connect 21. I know he did. So, again, what you going to do with it? When you going to get up? When you going to move your rump? When you going to go forth and do what he's called you to do? And I'm talking to myself, too. There are some areas I know I got to work out. But we'll never get there if we don't put one foot in front of the other. How do you eat an apple? One bite at a time. Just take one step at a time. Amen? Amen. Hebrews chapter 6 verse 1 in the Passion Translation. Now is the time for us to progress beyond the basic message of Christ and advance into perfection. The foundation has already been laid for us to build upon turning away from our dead works to embrace faith in God. We have to continue to move forward in our freedom. He has freed us. We're free. You're free. You are free from everything that has tried to hinder you that will ever try to hinder you. All you got to do is receive your freedom. Have faith in God, trust him, and do that thing. Walk out on it walk out on the water, walk where he tell you to go, say what he tells you to say, do what he tells you to do. He loves you, not mad at you, never has been, never will be. Jesus commanded us as believers to go. We are to continue to move forward. We're not going to turn back. We're not going to be moved. We are not going to hesitate. You know, during Connect 21, hundreds of you committed to several things, but one of the things you committed to was to take your next steps. How many of you know what Next Steps is? Next Steps is a series, three, three classes that we provide here each week that help you get to know God better. Uh, if you wanna become a member, you can become a member. Another class will help you discover your God-given purpose. And then once you got th- all those three taken care of, then the fourth class is to help you begin to serve and think about your fellow man and serve your community. So hundreds of you committed to doing that, to taking that next step class. You're also committed to becoming part of a dream team or on a connect group where you can begin to serve. How many of you know we're not here to get all we can get? We're here to serve others. There is a lost and dying world that God has called us to bring in. Right? So... But it's kind of a little sad to say that less than 1% of those who committed have finished. Where's your follow-through? What you going to do with what Jesus gave you? Be committed. Without commitment, you'll never start. Be consistent. Without consistency, you'll never finish. Easy street or ease is a greater threat to progress than hardship. Thinking that somebody else is going to do it. Teach. The government going to do it. The church going to do Uh-oh. it. My sister my brother going to do it. My employer is going to do it. What about you? God has put everything. He said he lives on the inside of you. Everything you need is right here. So when are you going to act on what he's giving you? Remember, if you don't lose it, you'll, you'll lose it. That's just like me. I, used, I was lifting weights for a long time. And as I got older, how many women have heard of creepy, creepy skin? You know, the little wrinkles that get under here, yes. right? Yes, yes. <laughs> so I had my muscle mass and I had muscles and was doing good. But when I stopped lifting weights, that creepy skin came right along in there. So I had a recent event that I had to attend that would require me showing my arms. So I started picking those weights back up. (laughs) Started lifting those weights every single day and that creepy skin went away. I lost it because I wasn't using it. Same thing with what God has given you. If you don't use it, you are going to lose it. It's simple as that. If you don't use what he's giving you, you will lose it. And he gave it to you, not for your four and no more, but he gave it to you so you can be a blessing to the world. People need you. You might not think that they do, but they need They're waiting on you. So be committed. Keep moving. Keep growing. Keep working. Fall seven times. Get, let me say that again. Fall seven times. Get up eight. Now, I wish I could take credit for that quote, but I cannot take credit for that quote. That was a Denzel Washington quote. But if you fall seven times, get up eight. Keep getting up. The winner who wins the prize is not that they don't get knocked down, but they keep getting back up. And God is giving you everything you need to what? Get up and stay up. Amen? Point number four. It's time to go tell it. What you going to do with your testimony? What are you going to do? I'm going to get sophisticated again. What are you going to do with your testimony? You got family members that's dying. You got family members that's sick. You got people you don't know, even your enemies. He tells us to love our enemies. You got people who are looking for you, who need you, who need that touch, who need that word, who need that encouragement, who needs that hope, who needs that peace, who needs that deliverance, who needs that salvation. You got people looking for it, and you're the only one. You're the conduit. And we say this every week. We preach it. We teach it. We talk about it every single week. But when when less than 1% is following through on their commitment, it's amazing how we commit to everything else, and we'll do it. We'll commit to, uh, I'm going to meet you for dinner, Mama Paris, and I guarantee you, me and you will be for dinner, right? (laughs) and we'll be on time we commit to stuff that we don't even want to do to please people how about pleasing God how about that how about us pleasing him he's the only important thing I mean other stuff of course you got your family don't get me wrong but if it ain't tight with this, it's not going to be tight with this. Mark 16, 15. Did I read that yet? From the King James Version. What you going to do with your testimony? Turn there. And he said unto them, go ye into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. Quiet as this kept. That's what we're here for. That's what we're supposed to do. That is a command. That's what we're supposed to do. Jesus has commanded us as believers to go. What is the gospel? The definition of the gospel is the good news. Then you ask, Diane, well, what is the good news? That while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's the good news. That's the gospel. While we were yet sinners, he still decided that, you know what? I love him so much. I see him, and I'm still going to die for him. He made the ultimate sacrifice. When we love God like he's commanded us to do with all our hearts and our souls, and when we love our neighbor as ourselves, it will compel us to go tell the goodness of God. So I guess I got to ask where's our love? Do we love like we say we love? Love is action. Love is not a word. Love is not talking it, it's walking it. Love is sacrifice. Love is hard work. Love is not easy. When God commands us to love somebody, it ain't always pleasant because sometimes I don't want to love that person that he tells me to love or do what he tells me to do because it can be a sacrifice. You know, we're busy these days. We're busy with everything. We are busy, 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 busy people. But if he gave his life for us, surely we can make time for somebody else. We can sacrifice. When I think about the sacrifice of Jesus... I read this a while ago. I was studying his as he was was heading to the cross and there's a lot of things they did to him even before he got to the cross. He was beat beyond recognition. They cursed him. They mocked him. They did all kind of horrendous things to him. They beat him with a cat of nine tails, which is a whip that had glass and metal in it. So when they hit his back and pulled back, his skin would come out. His flesh would come out. But one of the things that I read, I was like, man, you did that for me. As he was being led to the cross, this commentary said that there were about 600 soldiers who was escorting him to the cross. 600 for one man. 600. That's how powerful your God is. It takes 600 men to contain him. And they still couldn't. He let them contain him for a minute. But he came out that grave. That's right, that's right. So 600 men escorted him to the cross. And guess what they were doing? Spitting on him. <laughs> 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 Can you imagine 600 soldiers? 600 people. Us in here is probably about 600, 700 in here. What if we all decided to spit on you? Ooh, so in addition to the shame, the pain the mocking, getting ready to go to the cross, getting ready to have nails in his hands and in his feet before he even got there beating where you didn't even recognize him, he was covered in spit. Now, you know if one of y'all step on my toe the wrong way, it's going to be on. And y'all know y'all the same way. Don't be acting all cute. Y'all know y'all the same way. Let somebody get your tennis shoes, your Air Force Ones dirty. It's going to be a fight. But guess what Jesus did? He did not open his mouth, covered in spit, because he felt like we were worth the sacrifice. We were worth the sacrifice. You were worth the sacrifice, whether you know him or not. He still loves you. He sacrificed his life for you, for me. His love is so good. That's why it's so important to have a relationship and your lifestyle to be lined up. People are watching to see how you handle your res- God's responsibilities and God's resources. The world is looking to us as evidence that Christ is a difference maker in our lives. He's a game changer in our lives. They're looking. They might not agree with it, but they're looking and they're watching because they're looking for hope. You are the hope that somebody needs. It's time for us to take our rightful place. We did Connect 21. It's time now for us to take our rightful place. Take our authority and move forward. Amen? Amen. Move forward in what he tells us to do. And don't be ashamed. Don't be afraid. Don't worry about what they say, what they think. If they like you, if they don't like you, because nobody's paying not one bill. If they are, let me know who they are because I want to get in on it. So now, what you going to do with your testimony? Will you tell about the healing power of God? And then more importantly, will you go lay hands on somebody so they can be healed? Will you go to the hospital? Will you go to the nursing home? Minister Kimberly does a wonderful job of that. Her heart is for people. She'll go to a nursing home in a minute. What you going to do with what he's giving you? You got too much he's giving you. What you going to do with it? What you going to do? What you going to do with the money? Hmm? What you going to do with the money he gave you? You're debt free now. You're a miracle, working, wonder the power of God. You going to tithe? You're going to tithe. It's only 10 cent on a dollar. It's only a dime. Right here. It's a dime. You pay that much in taxes every time you purchase something. One dime. Are you going to tithe? It should be no reason. When, When I was broke and the Lord dealt with me about tithing, I tithed. I tithed on the little that I made. It might have been $5, but guess what I did? I tithed it and I tithed it faithfully. And God is faithful to his word. He said, bring all the tithe into the storehouse where there will be meat in his house and approve him now that he will not open up the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing. You will not have room enough to receive it. I am a living witness of that. Not boasting, not bragging. I'm boasting and bragging on him. One dime. If you don't know what a dime is, that's 10 pennies. No, because this younger generation, we don't need, do we even use coins anymore? We really don't. Cash app. So this is what a dime look like, for those of you who don't. Let me stop. But after you tithe and after will you save? Will you invest? Will you ask God how much to give and who to give it to? People need our financial assistance too, as well as our religious whatever it is. Give and it shall be given unto you. Will you be the answer to somebody else's prayer? Will you be the answer to somebody else's prayer? Recently, y'all know I like shoes, all the ladies. Most of the people, ladies I know in here, y'all know I like shoes, right? I love some shoes. So recently I went to this particular place, and I felt in my spirit, um, I was looking for this certain shoe. So I went in the store, and they had one pair, of sho- one pair of the shoes that I wanted that somebody had returned. They had ordered off the Internet and returned it. Of course, it was too big. It hurt my feet. I said, I'm not paying all this money for some shoes. It's going to hurt my feet. But in doing that, I felt in my spirit, I felt the Holy Spirit saying, minister, just talk to this young lady that was helping me. She was very nice. I didn't pull out my Bible. I didn't pull out no scriptures. I was guided and led by the Holy Ghost, and he told me what to say. And I just said a few simple things to encourage her and to let her know how much God loves her. Now, this is the COVID season, right? This girl took me and grabbed me by the collar and pulled me to her frontal. And for a minute, I was taken aback. I wasn't scared. You know, I hug her, but I didn't want her and the people around, you know, so. But I hugged her. She started crying. She said, I have been praying for somebody to come here today and to hug me. (laughs) Will you be the answer for somebody else? I didn't know that, never met the girl, never seen her. I still didn't get the shoes, though, so. (laughs) Will you be? When will you just be bold enough and trust God, have faith in him, and let the chips fall where they may? Because God will protect you. He's not going to let you falter. He's not going to let you fall. He got you. When will you realize that? When will you believe what he says is the truth and then do it? Will you forgive as you've been forgiven? A lot of times we want to be forgiven, but we don't want to forgive the person. No matter how many times they mess up. Think about Jesus, how many times we mess up every day, yet he does what? Will you show compassion, kindness, and understanding to that prodigal child that came home? Instead of fussing at him and telling him, well, I told you so. There's a time and a place for that, but that, sometimes that's not the time and the place. Did Jesus do us like that when we walked off, when we turned our back? I know I turned my back many times because I want to do what I want to do. I want to do my stuff. I want to go to the club. I want to kick it. I like to dance. So that's what I wanted to do and some other stuff that I shouldn't have been doing. And all I did was turn around and go back to him and guess what? Same for you. He is no respecter of person. Did that come across intelligent? He's no respecter of person. (laughs) (laughs) Create relationships with people. Listen, listen, listen to their story. Listen, listen first. That's how you develop a relationship. Listen, listen. Sometimes we just talk too much. Especially us as women. And then the men want to let you know how much they know. And they talk a lot. And nobody's knowing nothing. Listen. Just listen. And then be led by the Holy Spirit how you are going to minister to them. I'm learning that. I'm learning that. It's hard. I'm learning it see the best in others as God sees you you know I listened to T.D. Jakes and one of the things he said it was related to marriage he said most marriages end up in divorce over 20% that's wrong and not the 80% that's right in the marriage so you can have on the baddest hookup you got and then if it's a speck on your shoe we gonna look at the speck on your shoe and not the hookup you got on And we're going to comment on that speck all day long. Did you see that speck on her shoe? Yeah, but her outfit was back. But did you see that speck on her shoe? Ooh, okay. In closing, you know, we always talk about, I'm expecting this from God. I'm believing this from God. I'm waiting on him to do this and do that. And I want this and I want that. And it's okay. It's good to ex- have an expectation God from God. But I want to ask you, what can he expect from you? I will, Gwen. What can he expect from you? Gwen, say say it again. I'm going to say it again. What can God expect from you? Can he expect your heart? Can he expect your faithfulness? Can he expect your trust? Can he expect your diligence? Can he expect your obedience? Can he expect your patience? Can he expect your kindness? Can he expect your compassion? Can he expect your life? Can he expect you to do what he's told and instructed you to do? Ooh, y'all got quiet. Ooh, it's quiet. Can he expect that from you? You got an expectation of him. Guess what? He got an expectation of you. And it's to go out and make a difference in this world. Remember, you are not your own. You were bought with the precious blood of Jesus Christ. And he expects you to prepare your heart to do what? Win the loss. That's what it's about. Win the loss. This world is not our home. It's a harvest and a mission field for us to go out and tell the good news, the gospel of Jesus Christ. We are not here to live in worry. We're not here to live in fear. We're here to spread the gospel and to make his light shine. Not ours, his, because it is not about us, but it's all about him. We are supposed to be bringing as many people as possible to Jesus and to heaven because we want to go there, right? So we're supposed to bring them. Pick them up. Take them with us. Because he said in his word, it's his will that all men are saved. Not some. Not the bold and the beautiful. Not the tall. Not the model. Not the fine. Not the black. Not the white. Not the red. Not the short. Not the skinny. Not the rich. Not the poor. He said, all. Oh, there is nothing else left after all. He said all, all meant to be saved. So what you going to do with it? What you going to do with what he's giving you? You had these 21 days Will you sit back and relax? Or will you walk it out? Like the old people, you say, see what the end will be. And I can tell you, it's a glorious end according to his word. Amen. Amen. So I got a challenge for you with these last three minutes. This is what I want you to do. Because the Lord has really been dealing with me about it, and he said it in his word, so I know it's for you as well. For the next month, I want you to pray, and I want you to pray in the Holy Spirit, pray in your natural language, and I want you to ask God to show you one. Just one that you can share Jesus with. Just one. And the reason why I tell you to pray in the Holy Spirit because he'll tell you what to say and he'll tell you who to say it to. Just one. Then, if you feel comfortable, if they feel comfortable, I want you to invite them to church. Don't pressure, don't push, don't prod. One waters, one plants, God gives the increase. Amen. Amen? But I want you one, just one person. Then what I want you to do is two things. Um, later on, you'll see the, uh, the Get Connected uh, text that you can text, get to the, the number that you can text Get Connected to. If you can get their information, if they'll share, you can do it that way, or you can go to WeCareLinkedUpChurch.com, and I want you to give your testimony. If you can get their name and phone number, because what we want to do in their email address, we as the ministry team, we want to follow up with them and come alongside with them on their journey. Aid and assist them. Just one. Just one. Within a whole month, just one. We want to know your testimony. And that lets us know what you're going to do with it.
2: Praise God. I trust that this message has touched your heart today. Listen, we don't claim to have all the answers, but we do know one answer, and his name is Jesus Christ. So if you don't have a personal relationship with him today, we wanna invite you to do so. Or maybe you had one with him, but you've just gotten away, and you're desiring to come back to Christ today. I wanna lead you in a simple prayer today. If you would, repeat this after me. Put your hand over your heart and say these words. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God. I believe that he died, rose from the grave, and he is alive right now. Lord Jesus, come into my heart and save me now. As a result of what I've confessed with my mouth and what I believe in my heart, I am right now born again and in right standing with God. In Jesus' name. Praise God. We are so excited for you. We believe that today is the first day of the rest of your life. Congratulations. We are so excited that you made the decision to get connected to God.
0: Thank you for listening today. If this message encouraged or inspired you in any way, please subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app and leave a review too. For past messages, updates, and more, please visit linkedupchurch.com or download the Linked Up Church app. You can also watch live services, watch past messages, and see our dynamic content for children, youth, and teens on our Facebook and YouTube pages. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Linked Up Church. And if you would like to support more of what we're doing, you can give online at linkedupchurch.com or text GETCONNECTED to 833-833-833. 988-2009. Thanks again for listening. Have an amazing week, and we look forward to connecting with you.